Welcome to Dub Nation, your hub for everything Utah Warriors of Major League Rugby. Here we are in the offseason. We're still going. I'm Jerem Jordan. Banksy has the show off this week. It's a bye week for Banksy. The show is live on the Utah Warriors Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube account. Subscribe to the podcast version of the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. If you have a comment, fire away. I'll try and get to some of those in the live version here of the show. If you're watching on demand, sorry. Here's what's on the rundown today. We've got the select schedule for the fall. Yeah, baby. We'll tell you uh, when you can see the Warriors play. Also, the Warriors and Eagles versus Canada. A couple of guys repping in the win and a nice win to uh, get the aggregate there. And Joseph Baki will uh, join the program today. He's the ninth overall pick in the MLR draft. And the first pick of the first round for the Warriors. We'll get to know him a little bit better. And a reminder... Purchase your season tickets for the 2022 season. If it was anything like 2021, you've got to be there. Comeback wins, amazing performances, into the playoffs, drama. 2022 Warrior season tickets now on sale. Call 801-477-7652. Okay, the select schedule looks like this. Came out this morning on October 24th. The first of four games will happen at Colorado Raptors. Now, uh, yeah. American Raptors, Colorado Raptors, they've uh, evolved the last couple of years. Nice nice picture of Mike Gieselman, who made this graphic. Mike, going, uh, Mike calling his own number on this one, but he looks good. Was that from Las Vegas in 2020? I think it was. Game two, November 6th, against Rugby ATL 404. That was a game that was played last year. That was a fun one. We had a couple of fun games there. The All Marines Rugby team, November 13th. That should be fun. And then Legacy Rugby Academy on November 20th. So three home games. Coming up on November 6th, 13th, and 20th. Man, if you want to watch the Warriors like last year, you could watch Joe Mono kind of break out there. Thomas Tuaval, Lance Williams was playing in that. There was some really good ball being played. Check that out. It's coming up. Okay, let's recap. The U.S. taking on Canada. Two legs of this, September 4th in Newfoundland. I told you, you thought I was kidding. They're 30 minutes different than our time zone. It was weird. And Canada got it weird uh, match too. 34-21 win. For the uh, Maple Leafs there. First loss for the U.S. to Canada since 2013. Oh, heads were rolling after that. I was like, what is going on? Paul Mullen and Mika Kruse started in that one. Sean Pittman, of course, head coach of the Warriors, was an assistant coach there. It didn't go well. But you know what went well? A week later, the Warriors needed to win by at least 14 to take the aggregate and take the uh, you know top seed uh, going up against uh, Uruguay. Coming up, so what happened with the Warriors on September 11th in Glendale, Colorado? A 38-16 win, order restored by the uh, Eagles. Came back down 13 points. U.S. wins the one seed from Canada. Aggregate win, 59-50. Nice job, boys. Way to bounce back. Now the U.S. plays uh, Uruguay October 2nd and 9th. Winner gets qualification to the Rugby World Cup in France in 2023. Remember, Uruguay upset Fiji in pool play in 2019 in Japan, so uh, they can bring it. October 2nd, by the way, in Glendale, and then the 9th will be in uh, Uruguay. Front row was dominant. A.J. McGinty was healthy and led the attack. Hat-trick by Hanko Hamasai. I never know how to say his name. I've heard it a million different ways. Paul Mullen did suit up in that one for the Warriors at number 18 off the bench. Uh, played about 20 minutes in that one, so nice job by Paulie and the boys. So we got the select schedule out. We got the U.S. winning, taking on Uruguay, and uh, repping. With a couple of our guys, of course, Sean Pittman as an assistant coach. So that's awesome. Now, the big news a couple of weeks ago was the Major League Rugby draft, where 
the Warriors drafted some ballers. And tonight we're going to get to know the top pick from the 2021 draft by the Warriors at number nine overall. Let's welcome to the program the one and only from Western Michigan, Joseph Baki to the program. He's a hooker, and he's going to be a baller for the Warriors. Joseph, welcome to the program, man. How you doing? Good. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining the show. Uh, two weeks ago when we talked to Brandon Sparks, the general manager of the Warriors, he spoke very uh, flatteringly of you and said that they knew two years ago they were going to draft you. So when did that relationship start with the Warriors and Brandon Sparks? I wish I knew uh, two years ago they were going to draft me. I wouldn't have been so antsy on uh, drafting me. <laughs> but um, I played for the Michigan State team my freshman year of college. And Coach Brandon Sparks, was uh, he was one of the coaches there. And uh, that's where I met him, developed a relationship. I didn't even know he was looking at me. Um, and then I got a text this spring um, after he had told me to put on 40 pounds. And he's like, hey, who's your number eight in the scrum cap? And I was like, "That that's me, Brandon. You've known me for a couple years. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, really good game, really good game. So then I just asked him uh, what else I needed to do. And, you know, everything he told me to do, I, I did. No questions asked. Okay. Normally, you know, average people don't say, hey, can you put on 40 pounds? Nor <laughs> People are trying to shed 40 pounds, right? So what was it about that um, that coaching uh, that that made you actually want to do it? And now here you are. Uh, and are you, are you 40 pounds heavier than you were? I am. When he told me that I was 200 pounds, even playing eight. And um, now I am 240 pounds, pretty much on the dot. And it was just, you know, I knew uh, I was going to have to make this switch to hooker full time. I've had coaches since, you know, my middle school days telling me I was going to be a hooker. And, you know, if that's what I have to do to uh, to be an eagle, hopefully one day, then I'm going to do it. And I know these coaches are going to get me there. So what is it about Hooker that made it so everyone was telling you you had to play that? What what was it? It's just the the height to weight ratio. Um, I'm six foot. You know, most most eight men are like six foot five. Um, and just you know my playing style. I'm more of a big uh, runner. I run through. Um, and a lot of a lot of times nowadays, uh, hookers are playing like flankers or loose forwards, anyways. So I think my transition is just gonna be perfect. Yeah, it is interesting now because the game has evolved that way, right? The hooker just used to be the beefy guy that threw it in there. Now you got you got to actually run, right? Um, and and Brandon Sparks mentioned that you came for a pre-draft workout, and you threw alongside Sama Malolo, who led the league in tries, by the way. He was incredible. Yuri Van Vuren, Ali, and some of the guys. He said that sealed the deal when he saw that pre-draft workout. How do you feel after that one? Did you feel like, hey, I got a good shot here? Um, Well, meeting those guys was just kind of like – it took my breath away. I was like, oh, my gosh, you guys are a lot bigger in person. <laughs> <laughs> but they are – they were extremely nice. You know, they kind of took me under their wing. Samo was like, asking me what I do instead of just telling me what he would normally do. Nice. And that's going to be one of those guys that I'm going to be in his back pocket, just asking him, Hey, what do you do? What do you do? Why do you do this? Um, because he is first team MLR for a reason. And then there's Tuveri Vungakoto, who the other hooker, he played in the 2019 world cup for Fiji. Like, Oh my gosh. Right. Uh, just an incredible group there. Um, okay. So, 
one on draft night, walk me through sort of uh, the emotions of actually getting the call from Brandon that, hey, you're going to be picked in the MLR. And yes, it was the former Bronco coach himself, Brandon Sparks, who, who picked you. So that's that's a pretty funny story because they actually sent me a package that said, do not open until um, your draft or draft night. And my mom, she hit it. So I had no idea they sent me that. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I was t- talking to my mom all day. I was like, hey, what if they don't pick me? Like, what if nobody picks me? Like, what if I go undrafted? She's like, yeah, that would that would really stink, wouldn't it? <laughs> and she knew in the back of her mind. So, you know, I got the call and I was making fun of Brandon. I was like, you were playing with my head. Like, you could have just told me you were going to take me. Um, but I was so excited. Like, my hands couldn't stop shaking for a good hour after that. And then he goes, did you open the box? And I was like, what box? <laughs> Come on, mom. So mom's like, oh, yeah. Ran inside, grabbed it. They gave me a jersey, a couple hats, um, and nice shirt. So that's awesome, man. What was uh, you said you were stoked? What was it about being uh, drafted by the Warriors that was intriguing? Let let alone just anybody in Major League Rugby would have been awesome, right? But um, that connection with Brandon seems like it was pretty special to be picked by the Warriors. Well, I think the most special part is we had um, a coach in college. Samisi, he was our backs coach. He's from Tonga. And he had this thing where, you know, he would call people warriors. And um, he would explain what it takes to be a warrior, how, you know, you have to lead others and not just go off and do things on your on your own. And he let me live with him for um, a summer. And he got me an internship my freshman year. And he said, don't get close to me because, one, you will fall in love with rugby and you'll probably chase it as far as you can. Mm. I got extremely close to him. Um, you know, look where I am now. I owe it to all those coaches, high school, college, uh, middle school, elementary school. Um, and it's kind of funny how it came full circle. You know, he told me what it takes to be a warrior, and then I get drafted to the Warriors. That's awesome. What What was his name again? Samisi Fanua. Samisi Fanua. That's awesome. And he warned you, and you still did it. And rugby is uh, just this amazing sport, the culture around it. And and now we're going into year five of Major League Rugby, which is very exciting. Like, the timing for you is excellent, where the, the league's developing. It's never been better. More teams, 13th team, right? So uh, your timing's been pretty good, man. Yeah, it's perfect. And luckily, I had uh, my good buddy Andrew Guerra got drafted last year. You know, he was Rookie of the Year, Eagle. Yeah. Um. So I was like texting him his first year. I was like, "Hey, what do you have to do? What does it take? Like, what what did you have to do? Um, is it that much? Is it that much harder? Do you think I'm good enough?" And all this stuff. And he was like, "Yeah, just do what they tell you to do. Relax." That's awesome because Brandon did compare you to Andrew, uh, as you mentioned, the rookie of the year. So that's pretty exciting. So okay, before we started the interview, you were telling me you're an outdoors guy. Well, you've come to the greatest team for outdoors in, uh, you know, Major League Rugby and arguably the United States. Utah's amazing, man. You're going to love it. I'm so excited to get out into those mountains. Uh, and just I, I already told all my friends, I said, you come visit me because we will go hiking. And uh, luckily, I already have a couple buddies who moved to Utah within the last, you know, couple years. And they said they love it. Mm. Uh, excited to move out west. Get me out of the city. 
Hey, let's let's go, man. It's growing a ton, but it's you're 30 minutes from everything outdoors that you could possibly want. And then you're three hours away from like five national parks. Um, it's it's one of I I'm trying to think, is California the only other state with with skiing and palm trees in the same state? You know, Utah's unique that way. It's pretty, it's pretty cool. You're gonna love it, man. Okay, so when do you get here? Hopefully the end of the month, as far as I know. Um, I just wanna get that rugby ball back in my hands and just start practicing and just listen to what these coaches have to say because the one workout I had down there for a day, I had learned already so much. I'm excited what do. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, head coach Sean Pittman, MLR coach of the year. You got the player of the year in Mike Teo. You got, uh, you know, Eagles, uh, current and former on the, the coaching staff and the team. It's going to be a great experience, man. So that's exciting. So end of the month, so we can expect uh, to see you in the selects this fall, I take it, right? Yeah, yeah. I will be playing there. I have to play against 404. I have a couple buddies uh, who got drafted <laughs> there, so we've already been texting back and forth. That's awesome. That'll be a ton of fun. Okay, who are um, some of the people who have – or people or things that have influenced you the most and kind of made you who you are? I have to say both of my parents, obviously. Um, my dad had me getting up for 6 a.m. workouts before fifth grade because um, I, I was wow. a really chunky kid. I was huge. Um, and he's like, well, you got to put in the work. So um, made me get up, run hills, do all of that, taught me how to lift. And uh, I started doing morning workouts all throughout high school uh, and throughout college. And I just fell in love with, you know, not only the fun of the game, but putting in the work and uh, seeing the results. Hmm. Fifth grade, man. That's early. Oh, I, I was a chunky kid. They used to have weight <laughs> for football. So I had to lose some weight. And now I have to gain weight. Like, Yeah. Look at the, the pendulum swung, right? Yeah. How did you gain 40 pounds, by the way? you Are you it's, – it's protein shakes. It's peanut butter and banana sandwiches at 3 a.m. Like what was it? Yeah literally eating nonstop. Like I eat five times a day. I don't go three hours without eating. It's kind of disgusting because I don't even want to eat it anymore. Mm. Um, Is it hard? Yes. It was very difficult. Like I was eating, I was just eating my chicken and rice like an hour ago. And I was like, this is disgusting. (laughs) I want to eat this, but um, you know, I'm, that's what I have to do. And that's what I'm going to do. It was definitely, I did have to throw in some unhealthy food initially while gaining the weight. Yeah. Not anymore though. Yeah. No, that's hard. I, I hear about guys that, that uh, put on weight and, and yeah, you have this hate relationship with, with food eventually, right? Are you to the point where you can kind of maintain it and ease back on that? Or do you have to eat that much to keep that weight? I have to eat, you know, just about 4,000 calories. Uh, just to maintain this weight. And then the workouts they have me on now, because we never had like a real strength coach in the mm. college program. You know, they're they're not the easiest. Like you're sweating, you're burning even more calories. Plus I work, I'm an engineer in a manufacturing plant. So I'm on my feet all day, you know, in my work boots. So I'm burning a lot of calories. Hey, tell me about engineering and, and manufacturing. And you went to Western Michigan because you wanted to be an astronaut? I originally just wanted to be an engineer. Mm. That's all I knew I wanted to do. Um, and then I got in this program called AFRL or um, ALPE, 
uh, aerospace laboratory for plasma experiments, which was all aerospace working with NASA, the Air Force, um, doing research for them. And I was designing uh, hall thrusters, which are rocket thrusters. And I really fell in love with that. And I asked my teacher, who, uh, how, how do I become an astronaut? She's like, well, you need like two PhDs. You have to be extremely fit, extremely athletic, um, like scuba certified, be a pilot. And that sounds, sounds like something that's right up my alley where it's just constantly challenging yourself. Mm. So that, that became the dream um, until rugby became the dream. So that's, that's something I can do later, hopefully. The two PhD part will take a minute. <laughs> right. I can go to school while playing. That's true. That's true. Seasonal work, you know, you, you get in there, you can do both. Yeah, and, and that's the thing about rugby now. Like, hopefully, you know, there's some teams that do this, the 100% contracted full-time gig, right? Um, and and hopefully, you know, every team gets to be that here soon in the in Major League Rugby. But, yeah, you can, you can go to school at the same time. Listen, down here at BYU in the offseason, Steve Young, Niners Hall of Famer, got his law degree from BYU, right? Like, so you're right. It can totally happen in the offseason. That's awesome. What what else is interesting about you? I, there's there's so many things here. Um, let's see. I, I got some like hidden talents. I'm sure you'd never guess. I can I played piano for like 10 years. Nice. Play guitar. Uh, I can solve a Rubik's Cube. Okay. Like quickly? Yeah, like a couple, like a minute or two. A minute or two? That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. It's not it's not like world record setting i could juggle I could do a backflip i don't know i'm i'm one of those guys that just constantly wants to learn so i'll find something i'm bad at and then you know i want to get good at it like fishing i'm horrible at fishing but i'm sure when i get down to utah oh. i will become a good fisher you're about to become a great fisher uh, <laughs> there is some of the best fishing here it's gonna be awesome man dude that's gnarly okay backflip could you like score a try and then do a backflip? Is that a thing we might see? Uh, probably not. I'm usually one of those guys that <laughs> I score, I just get up, and I just jog back to half. I'm not really the flashy type. Yeah. Well, that's a flashy thing to learn uh, for the yeah. non-flashy type, so I, I like that. That's fun. Well, it was just I had a lot of friends who were like cheerleaders in college, and they were doing backflips, and I was like, I want to do that. That looks fun. That's awesome, dude. I don't know how many hookers can do a backflip, so I, I think that'd be – listen – I, if, okay, selects game, maybe <laughs> you score, if you score a try, do a backflip, that might make world rugby. Like they might I would get benched. I would get benched. <laughs> Sean's like, that's not how we do it. <laughs> I will text Sean tonight and be like, if my guy Joseph Baki scores a try, he needs to be able to do a backflip so that we can get on world rugby here. That's yeah. And then I'm, you know, I'm tired because I just ran it in, and, <laughs> you know plant on my head that would that would make world rugby news as well yes if it doesn't go well that's yes there is risk right there one is. or the other yeah well this this has been great joseph we're so excited that uh you're one of the newest utah warriors uh you're gonna love utah honestly you sound like an amazing fit not only on the pitch with this group and this team with your skill set and your dedication to the game but also off the field kind of what you bring as a person culturally it's a great locker room and uh, it's, you know, the Warriors had one of the best years, kind of the, the surprise year uh, to everybody in the league. Maybe not to us. We knew Utah was going to be good. But, yeah, it was very exciting. And uh, we can't wait to see you play with, 
with the selects, man. It's going to be a, a fun uh, October and November. I'm excited. I just can't wait to get out there. It's going to be awesome. And here are the dates again. October 24th starts, you know, at Colorado. And then we'll have November 6th, 13th, and 20th. Three weeks in a row. Boom, boom, boom. Saturdays at Zions Bank Stadium. It is going to be awesome. Well, Joseph, thanks for the time, man. And uh, we'll see you soon. Thanks for having me. Okay, Joseph Bach, you all the way from uh, Western Michigan. The ninth pick in the draft. The first round choice by the Utah Warriors. Oh, man, he's an interesting cat. That's great. Um, look at how many things he can do that I can't do. Uh, maybe you guys can do this, but before fifth grade, he's getting up at 6 a.m. running hills and lifting, and and uh, he's an engineer at a manufacturing plant. He wanted to and wants to be uh, an astronaut, plays the piano, guitar, Rubik's Cube, uh, one to two minutes, uh, juggles, backflip. Fish. Let's go, man. This guy's awesome. Joseph Baki, that's great. We'll try and do our best to talk to the other draft picks as well the next couple of shows as we continue our offseason coverage of Utah Warriors rugby. We've got you covered all the latest, the most interesting stuff throughout the year. And that will do it for us. That was a fun conversation. Like and share this episode of Dub Nation. Follow the Utah Warriors on social media for the latest, including voting on the Utah Warriors social media for fan award voting continues in the offseason. Okay, for Joseph Baki, the most interesting man in the world at the moment, Mike Gieselman and Billy, the producer, I'm Jerem Jordan. Go Warriors. We'll see you in two weeks.